Welcome to What in the Wellness with Tiffany, where we have real conversations dedicated to helping women make holistic wellness easier. Through education, self-exploration, and actionable steps, mixed with a bit of laughs and real-life experience, What in the Wellness with Tiffany is meant to be your companion on your personal wellness journey. I'm your host, Tiffany Stewart, certified health coach, internationally featured wellness writer, business owner, info geek, loud laugher, and mom of two. I'm so happy that you're here with us. Let's get started. Today's sponsor is Molly Suds, a local Florida company that was founded in 2008 by pediatric nurse and mom, Monica, inspired by the loss of her daughter, Molly. Upon investigation into potential causes for this tragedy, Monica learned that of the 80,000 chemicals approved for use by the Toxic Substances Control Act of 1976, only 200 are tested for human safety. So she went back to the basics, creating safe and effective cleaning products with just a handful of earth and plant-derived ingredients. I love Molly Suds and have been using their products since I started my clean living journey in about 2015. If you like to make the change to safer products today, you can use my code WellnessWithTiffany for 15% off your purchase on mollysuds.com. Again, save 15% when you use the code WellnessWithTiffany at mollysuds.com. That's mollysuds.com. Hey everyone, it is December. I I really try to avoid time stamping these episodes, but I can't help myself. I can't believe it's December of 2020 already. We are here. We are here. And 2021 is coming and I'm crossing my fingers that it will be a lighter year. But I hope that you are doing well and I hope that this podcast, my voice, finds you in good spirits. I am so happy for today's episode because it's one that was like really fun. Well, most of the episodes are really fun to be 100% honest. But this one, I really learned a lot because I'm speaking with Christine Kroon, who where you can find her on social, the social medias, <laughs> the internets, the interwebs, however you want to call them, at Planted Self Care. But Christine Kroon, she is a lovely, lovely being who is a therapist but what's really fascinating about her practices is that it focuses on self-care she basically is she is a self-care coach and a clinical therapist i'm gonna read her full bio in a second but if you go on her instagram account she has the loveliest sound bath videos and just caring grounding grounding videos which I find myself gravitating to all the time, well, a lot in 2020. And she's been so gracious to give them out for free and just act, not give them out for free, but uh, provide the content to help other people um, just find some peace and, and sanity in you know what has been pretty a pretty heavy year. So I'm excited to share the conversation that I had with her where we learn more about horticultural therapy having to do with plants because she is a if you get it by the name, she's another plant mom. And I really had a good time learning more about what she does. So let me tell you a little bit more about Christine. Christine Kroom is a clinical therapist and self-care coach 
who also practices horticultural therapy and sound healing. She specializes in using plants, nature, mindfulness, and sound to help people return to practices to create a healthy and balanced life. So get a nice cup of tea or, you know, turn it up kind of loud if you're in the car, but not too loud because that's super distracting. And enjoy this next conversation that I'm having with Christine. See you on the other side. I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Thank you so much for coming on. I know that um, life is crazy right now, (laughs) but I'm so happy we're able to um, have these chats. And I just, I would love to share you and your energy with whomever this may uh, grace, ears it's may grace over the the, the next hour. <laughs> so yes, I'm thank you happy. so much. <laughs> no problem. So can you please tell us a little bit about yourself and your work? Yes. Um, so um, I am, um, as far as my work, I am a clinical therapist. I'm a coach also a horticultural therapist um, and a sound healer and soon to be certified yoga trainer. So oh yeah. A lot of, oh yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> That's something, <laughs> something I'm working on and hopefully in the next couple of months I'll be about done with my um, certification requirements. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a multi-passionate to say the least. I think most people I think most people that I tend to like I've been meeting and probably that's because you you know that once you have a certain energy you start to attract the same type of people that like you know people who have all these creative multiple multi-hyphenate as I like to say you know Mm -hmm. so like this slash this slash yeah yeah. just keep adding them on it's fine exactly exactly whatever makes you happy just do it right that's how I feel yes and where are you located I am located in Nashville Tennessee so south and in in these in these hills I guess (laughs) Wow. wow how long have you been there I am a native um really it's kind of a rare thing here now um, to find people in Nashville that are from Nashville, um, but I am I am a native. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. I've, that I've yet to to be go to Nashville. That's somewhere I would mind, wouldn't mind going. So it's it's, uh, it's an interesting place. It's changed a lot since um, you know since I was a young person or younger person. Um, it's kind of like a party place now. I mean, we've got, I think we're the number two city for bachelorette parties behind Vegas. Yeah. It's very strange. That's, that's my thing of the day. Like I didn't know. (laughs) It's very random. Like how did this happen? Like what's there? What's like, what, what, where are they going? What are they doing? Like, like, you know, it's funny, like, I think originally people would just come downtown and, you know, I mean, like, I guess any downtown, there's like a bunch of bars and, um, I mean, you know, I guess what some people come to Nashville for is like the country music and like the honky tonks. Mm-hmm. And so there's like a strip downtown where all of those things live. And I think 
a few years ago, um, there was there was a, a drama series, Nashville. And then mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. that even made things like even bigger, but it was kind of growing then. And so now like all these people are coming here. I mean, all these like big hotels are building and wow. It's, I mean, it's wild. Um, <laughs> like just That's the, the things that you see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you want to come to party, I mean, it's a great place to party, apparently. <laughs> apparently, I would have never apparently. thought. I would have never, that's, I swear to you, that's my thing of the day. Like, right. and I did. <laughs> Wow. Well, thanks for sharing that. I don't <laughs> For the rest of us that live here, it's just Nashville. It's just home. But you know, people come here and they want to, they want to have, a, they want to party. So that's, I mean, it's very random, but true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so my next question to you is how did you know this the things that you're doing because I, I realized I said this but then we are both multi-hyphenates but this whole <laughs> this past that we're doing how did yeah. you know it was your calling and what led you to becoming so committed to self-care as a yeah. way of life yeah so I'll be honest I didn't know it was my calling um (laughs) I you know so I started um I can tell you I knew I was going to be a therapist at a young age and people were kind of like really like that's what you want to (laughs) do um or just like surprised that I knew so early um and so I knew that's what I was going to do and I just thought I would be a therapist um but there was also a piece of me that was very much interested in several other things um and i didn't really know that i could like do those things as well i thought okay well i'm a therapist now i just have to be a therapist and you know Mm -hmm. just go you know go about this path um but there's also a piece of me that kind of felt like i'm not going to do this forever um Mm -hmm. i'm not going to just do the clinical therapy forever um and so really I've come by the other things that I do um, through my own like just life experience so sound healing came because I started going um, and getting my own sound healing and going to my um, sound baths for myself and I felt very drawn to it Um, you know and plants and using horticultural therapy in my practice um, came just because I became passionate about plants and started working them into uh, my therapy sessions. And then on the back end, someone tells me like, hey, have you heard of this horticultural therapy? And I'm like, no. Um, They're like, well, you're kind of already doing it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And, you know, so then I explore that further and, and, you know, get the the research behind it and get all the background um, and do all the study on the back end. But I was actually already kind of using plants in a therapeutic way um, with clients and with myself. Um, And um, yeah, I mean, coaching just kind of came from um, me getting a little bit away from the clinical practice um, and doing Mm -hmm. a little bit more of the coaching, a little more of like mentorship, things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. So just like, it's been a natural progression, I guess. but also kind of me moving a little bit more towards um, um, more overall and holistic um, wellness approaches um, versus just the clinical approach. Okay. 
And for those who may not know, um, can you explain yes. further, explain sound baths further and also horticultural therapy? Did I say yes. that right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so sound therapy and sound healing um, really is, um, it's so it's performed with certain instruments like um, gongs, um, crystal singing bowls, Tibetan singing bowls, chimes. Um, you can use other instruments like rain sticks and different kinds of drums. So there's, there's a wide variety of instruments that can be used, um, but it's all with the purpose of um, being therapeutic. Um, and part of it, so when we, we think about crystal singing bowls and Tibetan singing bowls um, and chimes and things like that, um, and gongs, they, they have a certain frequency. Yep. And so the way <laughs> those frequencies interact with your brain, um, they can cause you to, to be, be calm. They can cause you to focus. Um, they can be used different frequencies um, attuned to different things um, in your body, um, in your spirit, in your mind. Um, and so on the surface level, people can come to sound bath and just kind of hear um, this kind of soothing music. Um, mm -hmm. But on a deeper level, that's actually interacting with your brain in a particular way um, right. to actually make you feel um, more calm, um, help with anxiety and depression um, and diagnoses like that. Um, yeah, I've, so I've definitely like I've not touched on it as much as I should have in things yeah. but I, because I have like um, I have a million different thoughts when I, and I oh, that's I why I haven't. <laughs> it's, it's like I haven't. I have so much content in my brain that I can't get to yes. it all the time. So, but it's just, <laughs> but um, I definitely, in our house even, we use, um, it, it's recordings of yeah. things that are tuned to, uh, whether it be sound baths or um, different Tibetan singing bowls or music yeah. that's tuned to that frequency to help us. Um, even at night when we go to sleep, we may play Absolutely. some going to sleep. And yeah. even uh, like my son does, all of us do it in the house at this point. And then um, it just helps a lot with making us uh, calmer. And especially, especially with everything going on <laughs> in the world yes. right now, I've been, we've been really leaning into it. So yeah. Uh, Yes, I'm all for that. Thank you for explaining it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, oh, so horticultural therapy. Horticulture. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> so horticultural <laughs> therapy um, is, is a modality that's used um, by various practitioners. So it can be used in a clinical setting. It can be used um, by physical therapists or occupational therapists. Um, it can be used for vocational purposes to help people learn skills. Um, and so it really can be used um, in a wide variety of ways. Um, so the way I use it is more in the mental health kind of self-care um, realm. Um, so looking at how plants can help us with um, like common, common um, diagnoses, or even if it's not a full diagnosis, um, like dep depression, anxiety, um, other related like mood disorders um, or mm -hmm. mood um, issues um, it can really help with those those things um, but also plants are just really peaceful and um, mm -hmm. soothing to work with along with just like the life lessons we get just from working with them um, yep. just I mean you know plant people I think plant people <laughs> everywhere you know finding like 
oh wow like this really does like help with my self-care and like I was taking I was watering my plant today and I just like something just came to me and I was thinking about the process of watering and how you know maybe I overwater my plants and maybe hmm that correlates to another area of my life um and so Horticultural therapy is just a modality that you use within a practice um, so you can incorporate plants in nature in someone's healing. Can you give an example? Like, I know, because we both are plant people. You're way, yeah. You have way more plants than I do, it looks like. <laughs> but, <laughs> and you're way more caring with the ones that you have than I have. Oh, well, you know, I mean, I've, I've had my... <laughs> my my fair share of tragedies <laughs> <laughs> but can you give an example and, and just for the record I think because like you what you just said about overwatering like right now I've noticed like oh all my plants are sad I realize I haven't been giving enough to them enough attention and that has right. been thought about I think about like what I've been doing and how I need to slow down and you know like all those things yeah. and so yeah like so yes, if you can give other people an example, if you're able to, so that sure. they can just not think that we're just these crazy plant people, so that they actually just understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I love to do, um, especially in my practice, is um, incorporate mindfulness with plant care, um, mm-hmm. because I think mindfulness is already a tool um, that is like amazing to use um, yeah. for your just, I mean, for your own meditation practice for your own self-care to help you slow things down for yourself um because we just we live in a world that is chaotic yes (laughs) half the time at least um and so and we're always you know we're always moving we're going and we're doing this we're doing that and so we don't actually take the time to slow down as much as we need to and so any kind of mindfulness practice is going to cause you to just take things slowly, do one thing at a time and really focus on that thing. And so when we take care of our plants, that's already in itself a mindful practice. Um, But then when we take the intention of being mindful with caring for our plants, so let's say, again, let's say um, with watering, um, making that mindful is really paying attention to like how much we water and, um, you know, thinking about, okay, so, just enough so when the water runs out the pot a little bit okay that's enough water and just being attentive to the plant while we do that process we might notice Mm -hmm. oh like there's there's a little spot on the leaves or whatever's happening with the plant um and oh i need to pay a little more attention to this or um i need to prune this piece Mm -hmm. of the plant um because this leaf has died or you know whatever's going on um so we start to learn how to be mindful by using our plants. Um, and then everyone kind of gets something different from that. Um, and, and of course, that's not the only thing that we do as far as working with plants. Um, but part of the practice is journaling. So I require mm-hmm. journaling um, with any horticultural therapy practice we're doing um, because what's going to come to you is going to be different than even what may come to me by, by doing the same thing. Um, because you're going to pull from your knowledge and your memories um, and the things that you're working on and the things that are working out in your mind um, Mm -hmm. and your spirit. And so I always encourage people to journal 
um, when we're doing these practices and after we're doing these practices, um, because things are just going to come up for you. Um, right. And so that's kind of what it looks like in practice. Um, different people will, you know, be at different places and will do different little plant um, or activities with plants. Um, sometimes it's something more creative, like making um, making a pot um, and making a pot in a you know certain way that you you want to, um, mm -hmm. and working through that artistic process and then going through the process of actually, you know, planting and selecting the plant that's going to go in this pot. And so just taking you through a full mindful practice along the way. Um, right. And e at each step, there's, there's a certain goal that we're trying to attain. Um, okay. So there, it is kind of in the therapeutic sense, you do have objectives and goals that you're working towards, but okay. we just use activities with plants um, or with gardening um, as the modality of which to attain the goals. I get it. I get it. it, it hmm. I mean, I'm, I've always been a huge, well, not always, but over the last couple of years, it's become returned to me the importance of journaling or at the very least, um, just, I, I think there's really something very magical about writing out whatever it is like like actually writing it out like because it's not the same of me putting it down in my notes to my phone like the actual right. writing of the process yes. of it is very um therapeutic for me and i have to remind myself to come back to it often and so yeah. i definitely get it <laughs> yeah absolutely there have been times i've been away from my journaling practice as well and and you always feel it. You're like, I need to get back to like writing because even just thinking about the things in your head versus physically writing them down. Right. Um, it's just, it's completely different. And it's, it's different. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't, I don't know how to describe it for someone who, who's not, um, you know, because right. it just sounds, it sounds like this woo woo thing, you know what I mean? Like right. it's just paper, but it's like the actual, um, sitting down to write it is, is mm -hmm. I, I guess that's I had to realize over years what works for me you know what I mean what are the things that yeah. work for me you know what I mean and so it may not yeah. work for other people but and I'll I'll tell people of course people will ask me like what is it that you do to help with stress and I'll be like well actually just writing stuff down mm -hmm. <laughs> helps sometimes mm -hmm. but and I don't know what it is but something in the process uh actually is very um it makes me feel lighter basically. That's the whole thing. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the things that people are most surprised by when I, when I talk to them about self-care practices, because a lot of mm -hmm. it is very simple. Um, yes. We try to make things really complex, but like a lot of the things are very simple, like journaling, things that, mm -hmm. you, you know, you've been encouraged to do since you were probably a small child, like go write right. your diary, your journal, you know, right. you're like, oh, okay, whatever. But like, you know, revisiting right. that now, it's like, there's a lot that we get out of it. Um, so just writing things down and then reflecting that back to yourself. Even me mm -hmm. going back and reading things that I wrote two years ago, I'm like, oh, hmm, okay. You know, right. <laughs> getting something from that. Like, oh, I remember this. And, uh, mm -hmm, you know, this mm, is the lesson I Let me I rip this here. up. Right. <laughs> 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 or like, oh, look what I've done since then. Like, look what I was, you know, right, you know exactly. towards. Exactly. And like, I've accomplished these things. Like, it's very, I mean, it's, it's great. It's a lot. It's a, it, there's different things out of it. I definitely, yeah. and when I think back, um the well when I think back 
the times in which I was been going through the biggest like challenges in my life, like dating all the way back to like when my, um, not when exactly, but at some point um, when my parents were going through a divorce, my father yeah. bought me a diary. And I remember, and I think I still have it somewhere just because of what, you know, sentimental reasons. But right. I remember that was the, the, the method of me getting my frustrations out was the mm-hmm. thing. And every, every time since then that I've been in like an emotionally challenging uh, time in my life. And it's not saying I am now because I'm not, but I'm just saying like, I need to right, right now. Yeah. My, my brain is like just scattered at the moment and it helps for me right. to actually to write it out. And so I, when I had to, <laughs> I had to realize what I guess worked for me without Absolutely. me, like without the, the, the denial of the whole thing of, Oh, it's just paper and pen, you know, like, and so, mm-hmm. you know, so that's that's really good, and I, that's awesome that you're doing this work because it's so it's so necessary out here. It's yeah. so necessary. We're we're moving so fast, and there's so much going on. And I think it took me how old am I? I'm about to be 39 in September, and <laughs> it took yeah. me this long to realize how it's just the simple things that really uh, bring the most joy. It seems at this right. point. Right. And I think, I mean, I think that's how I kind of even got to this place of deciding, like, I'm going to, I'm going to focus on self-care. Because in Mm -hmm. my clinical practice, what I found was I was having to focus a lot on self-care and like coping skills and things like that before we even got to discussing, you know, and before I was doing trauma work. And so before we even got to doing the trauma work, you, you know, you have to lay the groundwork of, you know, setting up a safe, you know, safe environment for someone to share. And then talking okay. about what are we doing, you know, to take care of ourselves. So when we get to actually talking about the really hard stuff that we're not just out, you know, like, okay, so now I'm raw, my feelings are out here and we right. reopen trauma and I don't know what to do with this. So we, right. you know, we're building coping skills and we're talking about self-care. But really, we were spending a lot of time there. Um, and then That's by the time we got that under wraps, it didn't take that long to really process the trauma. Um, and so, you know, what I found is I really liked actually doing that work. Um, hmm. And that people weren't as connected as I thought to their own self-care practices or even understanding why it's so important for them to do these things. Mm-hmm. I think especially if I'm not, well, you know better than me, but I, at least from my experience, um, women often have issues. Like, I, I don't know. I think and maybe it was the way I was raised. I don't know. But it's just like, it, they often um, felt like self-care is something that has to be earned as opposed yeah. to, um, as opposed to just a right, you know what I mean? Yeah. As being a, a person. Yeah, that is that is one of the bigger things that that, you know, I fight against as well um, or, you know, help people with um, that thought process of feeling like we have to, you know, I have to accomplish all these things and then I can then I can have self-care. I have to do, you know, take care of all these people or do all these things and then I can have, you know, 10 minutes to myself. And it's like, wait, but if you don't have the time to yourself and if you don't maintain yourself, then you can't give to all these people and you can't take care of all these things and accomplish all of these goals because you're depleted right exactly exactly and i mean and me i don't i think that it's for everyone and i think it even more so me 
since I've become a mother, it's become yeah, like hey, put your own mask on first. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's, it's become... yes. yes, absolutely, <laughs> right. Well, I think it's a good transition into the next question that I had yeah. of <laughs> what do you think are a couple of the biggest misconceptions um, that people have about the concept of self care? Yeah, so I so for me in my experience a lot of the pushback that I've heard or just, you know, people um, kind of struggling with the, you know, the concept of self-caring um, is more about, you know, well, I don't have the money or I don't have mm-hmm. the time. It's mm-hmm. usually money and time. Mm-hmm. Um, and feeling, you know, like self-care is, is this thing that's been marketed to them. So like right. you know, your, your, your 90 minute massages or, you know, the, the really frilly, you know, like bubble baths and face mask and mm-hmm. chocolate and mm-hmm. ice cream, you know, just like right. all of our, you know, creature comforts, which are great and part of self-care, but they are not all inclusive of what self-care is. Right. Um, and so it's, you know, one of the things I tell people, you don't have to spend any money to practice mm-hmm. self-care um, and it doesn't have to take a long time and so one of the things that I you know even post on my Instagram is I'm always trying to post like one minute grounding to tips oh, or like can you I know, tell you how much I love I love your videos I, I love yeah. them <laughs> yes and I, but because I want people to feel like or, and to know that it doesn't have to be this huge thing. It can be very simple, brief practices. And that's mm-hmm. really true. It, you know, people talk about meditation and, you know, like, well, I can't meditate. Like, I can't sit still for that long. You don't have to sit still for that long. And you don't have to sit still at all. At all. If, yep. if, if still, you know, that kind of meditation doesn't work for you, there are plenty of ways that you can be active and meditate. Um, and so people, you know, just kind of educating people and like, there's more out there than what's even being marketed to you. Right. Um, and people don't want to tell you that, you know, Hey, it's, it's actually free. You don't have to, right. you don't have to spend any money. You know? Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, granted as I've, I have a blog and stuff. And so I think that yeah. I, I'm, 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 I, it's a balance of trying. I hate the commodification of wellness i hate it right, right. but i right. know th- like it's it's a balance of okay if you're going like that's if you're going right. to buy things right these are some things that you could t- could look yes. into you don't have to do that but then that's what that's why i always encourage people to look at people's um instagram account as a no. not just the shot snapshot of the one post like if you, yeah. if you go and you look at your entire, like if you look at Christine's entire, um, like 15 posts, you know what I mean? Like you can get a <laughs> feel, the last 15 posts, you can yeah. kind of get a feel of what it is that you're trying to share as opposed to like the one thing that somebody might be, um, you know, one thing somebody might post about that might have some sort of thing that they bought. Yes. But right. that's where, um, I guess going back to tapping in, um, I say to people, if there's an account that does not make you feel good, then unfollow them. You know what I mean? And so, because because if you feel like you're always being like sold to, then unfollow them. But the the commodification of wellness 
is it's gotten ridiculous. It's gotten ridiculous yeah. at this. And and you're right, absolutely all the things, the most the most important things are actually free that you're supposed to be doing and well yeah. they're absolutely free. Absolutely. And it's like, you know, I you know, I you know, it is a balance because I, I sell products, I create products for self-care. Oh, right. Um I sell services and things like that. But at the same time, I want you to know these are not things that you absolutely need to practice right. self-care. That practice starts with just yourself. And then mm-hmm. if, you know, if this is within your, you know, your budget and, you know, within, you know, your practice to further um, your self-care practice in this way, then yes, I am here to, to facilitate. Um, but you don't need this to practice your own self-care. Right. Right. It is. It's a balance. It's a balance. It's a balance for those who care. That's what I say. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yes. So the next question I have for you is how do you think that people get in their own way um, of their self-care practice? That, you know, it's, it's kind of in the same vein as, um, probably what I've said before and just Mm -hmm. um, by, by thinking that, you know, well, self-care is like woo woo or, you know, just having misconceptions in general about self-care and not just um, exploring for themselves what that means by kind of shutting it off. It's like, you know, well, I don't have the time for this or, uh, you know, I can't just pamper myself all the time, you know, just, just having these misconceptions. And I think, you know, again, that is, that's one of the big problems with, you know, the co-modification of wellness, you know, um, is that it's giving people these misconceptions of what it even is. And so Mm -hmm. they're automatically shut off to it. Um, And so we could get out of our own ways by just, being open like okay well let's you know what is it you know and okay how can i practice and for more of us you know as practitioners to be able to share you know those more simple practices um Mm -hmm. along with the other services that we provide um for us to be able to share yeah it's actually really simple and yes you do need to take care of yourself i think that's the other thing is you know, people feel like, well, you know, maybe that's for people who are weak or whatever. Yes. Um, and, you know, I don't, I don't need that. But again, we have to take care of ourselves in order to show up for right. other people and for ourselves in our own lives. Um, and so it, it's, it's a necessity. It's not, it's not optional. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, I, I absolutely agree, and I say all the time um, to many people in, <laughs> in both in yeah. my real life and virtual life, is that stress and things that stress people out is different mm-hmm. from each and every. It's different for everyone. You can't, yeah. and you cannot judge anyone for what it, the things are that stress them out. Like yes. you know, so you <laughs> at all. So you know, understanding that and under and accepting that if that like I had to I joke about it, but it's not really a joke that like I had to yeah. accept that, like having too many clothing choices stresses me out, you know, like it's mm. it, and, and people thought yeah. that I was crazy when I was like saying I was like, no, no, really, it really does. It's so, yeah. you it's know, real. it's real. And I realized mm-hmm. my body was reacting the same way as like, you know, 
going through a red light or something. You know what I mean? Like it was like, yeah. it was just, <laughs> and so um, yeah. I had to put other people in their place when they would say to me, but it's just clothes, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> right. And yeah. And like other people might not understand, but see, but you were in tune to what was happening even in your body and for you. And you're saying, okay, I have to change something because this is what I'm running into every time I'm trying to figure out what to put on for the day. Um, right. And so for someone that may seem, you know, smaller, that may, you know, not seem like a big deal, but if your body and you are having that reaction to it, that is a big deal for you. And right. we have to address it. Yeah. And then for, for, for other people, whatever it is that, that may, um, you know, cause mm-hmm. that same reaction for them and just... Yeah. To, to respect that and honor that and do whatever it is and don't, you know, I hate the whole thing like, oh, oh, what are you dressing out for? It's for the, you know, you're stronger right. than that and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, that drives me crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> everyone's got something. Everyone has something, you know. Mm-hmm. We're all dealing with something. And so, you know, it's, it's good that, it's good to be in tune and, and know what's happening with you because some people aren't, there yet they're not in the place where they're in tune to what's happening they're just kind of reacting to whatever's going on you know and there's there's not that feeling of even a sense of kind of control over anything that's going on right right yeah so my next question is how would you describe the goal of meditation plant care and sound bowl usage for those who are new to it or skeptical yeah so hmm um <laughs> I mean you 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 kind of gave us examples with um, yeah. the therapy therapy uh that the sessions but I guess yeah. just for there's so many people that still well to be honest most of the people from what I gauge that listen or read my stuff content right they yeah. they yeah. are those who are like interested in doing something mm-hmm. they're like interested enough but they're like we just need a little push you know like to, yes. to get- <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I, so and, and I run into that a that. lot it's like you know you, usually the people that you're interacting with are kind of like you know they're on the cusp they're they're interested right. you're not usually getting a lot of people that are the full skeptics because they're just going to leave you alone they're like oh right. that's not what i'm into you know but there are people that are like okay this is new like what are you talking about sound healing like what are these bowls that you're playing in these right sounds you know like what is all of that about um and i think what one of the great parts with with all three of these things with meditation sound healing um you know um working with plants horticultural therapy is that there's now science that's starting to back these things up. And so for people, especially people who are more on the edge or kind of a little, little skeptical, um, we can present them with, you know, like, well, actually these are, these have been proven to work with anxiety and depression. And so that, I mean, those two things are so common um, that could capture almost everyone um, that's experienced one or the other or both. Um, And so the fact that they they can work for those reasons and that there's science to back it up um, is helpful. Um, but I I kind of think of them they're they're all part of healing. Um, so mm-hmm. for meditation, I feel like meditation is kind of for your mind, um, mm-hmm. and sound healing can be for the mind and for your energetic body. And so then you know of course you get into 
if you are if if you subscribe to the, you know the energetic mm-hmm. body itself and your chakras um mm-hmm. and so again you know you're already kind of leaning towards people that are a little more attuned to that piece right. um but again sound healing can just i mean it can just be relaxing to you um right. and so you can just go for that purpose or you can go and say hey like you know having some some stuff going on with my heart chakra um, mm-hmm. or these are the issues that are going on and I can say oh that's heart chakra work and like let's right. you know let's do a sound bath you know to really address some of those issues um, and then working with plants I mean plant care all of that just gets us back to nature um, mm-hmm. in the natural world and that is healing for you know the mind body and spirit um and so all of these things are just healing modalities and so they all kind of fit together to me and so i've just found my own little creative ways to make them further work together mm-hmm. um but they're they're all just part of healing yeah like i i that's why i encourage everyone to follow yeah. on you <laughs> follow christine on instagram if you aren't already um, everything will be we'll, we'll come back to you sharing your handles and everything later but oh, yes. just because it's 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 small snippets that people can consume um because everybody's scrolling 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 but it's something right. that you can actually use and stop and do and you it's not too much you can actually do it in a minute or two minutes right. whatever it is you know and so it's it's consumable for most everyone at this point you know and then yeah. plus we at home y'all supposed to be home y'all, y'all got right. a couple extra minutes like, right <laughs> <laughs> like what are y'all doing like, what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> so also true. this there's one other thing which i hadn't put on the list but yeah. like do you do you i find that it's well let me back up when I started uh, tinkering into the version of me that I am now, right? Mm-hmm. I, I thought <laughs> I thought that I found that it was hard for me to let go of the people that I was associating with before, and then I had to go and find people who allowed me, you know, who helped me become this person that I am now. And so then, and not, not even intentionally, but that they were just more aligned in the way that I wanted to become. And so Mm -hmm. I just being around them uh, helped with the development of myself, I guess. And so that's, um, could you speak on that? Because I know that people probably have a hard time, um, letting go you know in that process of of change you know yeah and i mean it is it's a process um i mean i've definitely lived that am living that um Mm -hmm. you know just figuring out who who needs to be close to you Mm -hmm. um you know and i've i've kind of been back and forth with uh you know you cut some people off do you know right. do they just kind of are they just kind of going to like the the associate realm if you will mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. you know whatever you like to you know call people in that kind of that outside circle um or even the outer outers circle mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know just kind of figuring out where people 
um, belong as you move on and as as you move forward and as you move along your journey. Um, and it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of like, like the old saying or um, about, you know, like lifetime people and seasonal people and mm-hmm. things like that. You know, we do move forward and we do, you know, outgrow, if you will, people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, that's okay. Um, it's okay right. that there's a person that was in your life for a season and that was really great during that season. But as you move along your journey, you're finding mm, we don't really connect as much anymore. And sometimes that's friends, sometimes it's family members. Um, you know, and I think those, those things are tough. Um, but I think as you come into your, who you're, you feel like you were supposed to be, um, that becomes more and more clear. And so the more you are authentic to yourself, you kind of find that I don't really vibe in the same way with these people as I used to. And I've definitely, I've, I've lived that. Um, I've had people that, you know, there was a time that we didn't really vibe together. And then, you know, things have turned a corner and then we were better in a better space. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's, that's fine too. I've had people that I've kind of had to just set those boundaries with like, this is my boundary. Um, you know, and if that's not something you can respect, then you can't be in my life in the way that you were before. Um, it's definitely mm-hmm. not, definitely not easy. Um, right. but it's, it's necessary for your it's own necessary. mental health and self-care. <laughs> it's necessary. It's absolutely necessary. And that's the part that that I think a lot of people have the hardest, it's hard to deal with, yeah. you know? And I, yeah. the only thing that I've, over years, I've come to, um, that's helped me in this situation is yeah. that I, I come to the point of being grateful for what I learned or what happened at the time. Yeah. And then, and then not really dwelling on the fact that it, didn't continue or couldn't continue or the reasons why I couldn't. And then I just like, okay, well, I'm happy that I was able to learn or be safe or whatever the good times then. And then, you know, I'm okay with us not being on the same thing right now, which, which then makes people feel rejected. It's just a whole other subject. And, you know, which I'd be like, okay, well, then I don't know what to say. Yeah. Yeah, And I think, I mean, even sometimes people hold on to relationships and they don't, they don't even realize they don't want those relationships anymore either. But you know, it's, it's, it, you feel that rejection. And so it makes you kind of hold on because you don't want to be rejected. And it's like, well, actually, is this serving you either? Because I know it's not serving me. Right. It can't be serving you (laughs) for us to engage in this way. Um, and so some, sometimes people aren't even aware that that relationship isn't serving them either. Um, right. but it's hard. Well, to versions, versions of yeah. you from the past, people, yeah. uh, hold on to versions of, even Absolutely. of younger, you, the younger you, the teenage you, the, Yes. You're like, uh, but it's been 20 years, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I, I mean, I've had that happen very recently with like reconnecting with a, with a friend and they're like, well, this is how you were in high school. And I'm like, well, let's remember like high school was, uh, like t- 
12 for 15 <laughs> years ago i don't know like right, a long exactly. time ago exactly exactly a lot of growth has happened between then and now <laughs> let's hope so you know let's right so. <laughs> so you know it, it's, it can be jarring for some people you know sometimes yeah. going from like seeing maybe a more drastic change or something, especially when you talk about like spirituality, things like that, like those changes kind of happen and seeing people kind of just step into their own um, and be authentic in what they believe and what, you know, um, how they choose to practice their spirituality or any other thing. Um, I just have found that one to be (laughs) tough on some people. It's tough. Um, It's tough on some folks. It's tough on some <laughs> yeah, I mean people people grow and they I mean we have to evolve into we hope to evolve into the person we're we're supposed to, you know, we're journeying towards. Um Ooh, I like that way you put it, journeying towards. Yes, yes, cuz we are always journeying. Yes. I I must admit, I was thinking about this when I was writing the other day. Yeah. And I was like I was like, man, this person I'm journeying. So, okay, so I have some fear around this, the concept of journeying towards to the version that I am, only because I'm like, man, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to get to that, that version of me uh, when I'm older, and then be like, I wish I could have like been this person 30 years ago. <laughs> you know, be like, uh, it's yeah. like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be that version yeah. now. <laughs> now. Right. <laughs> 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 yes. I want all the pieces now. Yes, I want all now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think you know. I think there's even importance in reminding ourselves to like trust the timing. Yes, you know, of our lives, and so where we are now is we're supposed to be. Exactly. So, exactly. You know, the person that I'll be in thirty years. That's 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 her and you know like I'm looking forward to meeting her and seeing that place of the journey but you know where I am right now is where I'm supposed to be and the things that are coming to me in this part of the journey are what I'm supposed to be getting and so like trying to you know just trying to reframe that for myself yes and for ourselves um you know I'm like sometimes like the reframe queen I'm like okay how can I reframe this situation (laughs) you know because I can't think mm-hmm. about it in this way because I'm not going to get anywhere. So like, how right, can I right. reframe this for myself? Right, 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 <laughs> right. It's true. It's true. I try to do that too. I try. I try yes, to do it. Yes, But I mean, but you, I know, we, you know, yeah. we're all working on our stuff. On something. <laughs> something. <laughs> yes, yes. That was definitely, that was definitely what came up the other day. I was like, no, I want all the pieces now. I want to be right. different and live now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm with it because, you know, I do have those my, those moments like oh, I just want to be there but I'm like where I don't even know where there is I don't even know where there is but I want to be there <laughs> I want to be there <laughs> like I feel bad for my daughter because I'm gonna be like I'm gonna be that person and she's probably either she's gonna love it or she's yeah. gonna be like when her friends come over and they be like don't mind my mom she's that hippie one like yeah. as- <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely like claimed the hippie auntie, you know, like yeah. me. I just had my first nephew. He's a little over two months old now. Aww. I've already got plans for him, you know. Exactly. Like, oh, we're doing exactly. all the hippie stuff, like all the nature. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. 
Yeah. People ask me all the time, like, are you, you excited for the things? I'm like, they'll be, they even ask me, like, are you excited for when you're, so what, when your daughter, or how do you feel like, do you think about when your daughter does get, she's going to kill me when she hears this, whenever she listens to it, but she's like, you're going to, you're going <laughs> to, how are you going to feel when she gets a period? And I'll be like, I can't wait. I'm going to spread all the stuff on the thing. Like, <laughs> that is so funny. You know, like, so just as a, you know, as an aside, when, when I was younger and I got my first period and I was young, I was like nine, very like young. Um, okay. but, I was out of town. I was at my grandparents' house. I didn't even know what was going on, but my grandmother was like, she's been in the bathroom for a long time. And, you know, we kind of exchanged what was happening through the door because also my cousins were <laughs> at the house, you know? <laughs> so it's just kind of like, what's going on? Um, and like, so we got everything taken care of and that was fine. And then later in the day, like everyone, in, like every woman in my family called me to congratulate me <laughs> about this like new phase of life. And I'm like, this seems yep. horrible. Like, why are you all excited about it? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're like, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Is, I'm, like, you know? I'm like, yes, I can't wait. I can't wait yeah. the whole, everything all out, all the cross right. hands, all the things. Like, she's going to think I'm crazy. Like. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we've come to the last question, which is, has been um, the takeaway question for the listener, for them to be able to hopefully be able to implement something into their self care or, or wellness practice right away. So my question to you is, if there are one self-care practice you would recommend to someone who is having a very stressful time to try right now, what would it be? Yeah, so you know this was hard, but... I know, um, I know. I, <laughs> I, um, I decided a, a gratitude practice, um, and particularly okay. mm -hmm. um, gratitude journaling. Um, so mm -hmm. maybe to start your day, um, write down three things you're thankful for just to get the day started. Um, and, and watch how over time your, your perspective shifts, your viewpoints shift, um, and just like how that starts your day when you actually practice gratitude at the beginning of your day, watch how your days change. Um, and so I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to pick something again, that's, you know, doesn't cost you anything that you can get right. started with right now. Um, and so gratitude practice is really huge. Um, you know, it's oh, something yeah. that I've kind of come back to, um, and really have gotten into just writing it down. Even there was a time when I would just kind of think of three, you know, or think of some things, um, mm -hmm. that I was thankful for, but actually to be able to write it down, um, and come back and look at it later, like, oh, wow, look at that. Um, right. Just thinking of, you know, shifting your mind to think of things that we're actually thankful for, instead mm -hmm. of thinking about the stressors of the day or thinking about like, oh, this went wrong or, oh, this is going to be a bad day because I have all this going on or, you know, like right. letting our minds go to naturally what it wants to go to is to yeah. like complain and stress but mm -hmm. shifting it to be able to say, okay, but I'm thankful for these things and just see how that, that changes. 
Yes. Like, I don't know if you, like, I actually made, because, well, I'm a certified health coach, which um, was more to do with food, but really in the whole, whole process, it wasn't just food. It's more to do with the, the whole, whole body and what it is that, you know, everything that, that encompasses in it. And then, so um, from that, like one of my first courses that I created from all, all that I was going through and what I had learned myself, not only from the course, but just through life was a gratitude for stress um, course, but it, I didn't make it. I, I know that it is a free practice that anyone can do as Chris, Christine has said, and they should do you literally is just writing down three things, you know, writing down yeah. three things and keeping it in mind. But it was such a, it was such a big thing for me that I, yeah. I expanded expanded on it in the course to try to um, include a breathing technique and also yeah. visualization and oh, so yeah. to to pair it all together um, and then so that that was pretty successful as like the first kind of real course that I did after my thing and yeah. I mean it's still available and people you don't have to buy anything because it's complete you know <laughs> because doing a gra- a basic <laughs> gratitude see back to this balance that we talked about right I'm telling no, but, you. Um, <laughs> but um yeah. but just the gratitude practice itself just as christine has said it's just it's huge and i think that people they over do they do they they underestimate it they underestimate it and think that just that like oh it's up again it's just this you're just writing this down or you whatever it is no our brain naturally wants to to go to the negative and we have Mm -hmm. to do things sometimes to shift it you know, actual things like it. <laughs> it's yeah. to manually do it. And, but it's not, it, it, that's its default, but we can try and do things. I mean, well, we can try and change the default, but it's just, we have to work on it. That's why it's called a practice. <laughs> exactly. And I, oh, I say that so much. I'm like, this is a practice. You know, just so you know, like you do this meditation one time, your life is not going to change. <laughs> like, no, no. Keep this it practice is- up. <laughs> right exactly exactly it took me like a good six months for me to like be like oh this is what this meditation thing is about like it was Mm -hmm. that's what it is yeah (laughs) people think it's like right away right because we want the quick fix because again we're so busy you know Mm -hmm. we just want something to work immediately and the thing right. is about self-care is it's really, it, it in itself is a practice and it's, you know, mm-hmm. creating yes. routines and rituals um, and shaping our days mm-hmm. in such a way that we can be our best and most productive selves and making space and time for ourselves to be able to rest and relax yes. as well. And like, we just can't go, go, go all the time. Um, no. because that does lead to burnout and then you have an even bigger problem <laughs> and you have a bigger thing to recover from because now you're mm-hmm. fully burnt out um, right when we could just practice self-care as a practice in our daily mm-hmm. lives and we can continue to do the things we need to do yeah we're such a, i say this over and over we're such an extremist culture we either like yeah. we, we either nothing or 100 percent all the the time and it's like you're gonna burn out that way okay you're gonna yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. gonna 
and I've been there. I'm like, I've, I've burnt myself out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're, no, we're not doing that again. I'm like, I'm too young. Like, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> in the space, you know? Exactly. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Christine. This was fun. This was thank fun. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. Tell everyone where we can, we can find your work and find you and keep connected and all that stuff. Yes. So, um, my main, um, social media handle is my Instagram and it is planted self-care. So P-L-A-N-T-E-D self-care. Um, and I also, um, by the time this airs, I'll definitely have some, some content on YouTube as well. I'm just getting into the YouTube realm. Um, but same handle. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, I'm like, I'm finally getting there. <laughs> um, so planted self-care on all handles. I also have a Twitter again, you know, I use, I, I love Twitter, but I like to read Twitter. <laughs> I don't engage. Mm-hmm. Me too, me too. Me <laughs> too, so, me too. One of my You're not the only one. one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm planted self-care there. Um, the website is plantedselfcare.com. Um, and that's where you can find, um, any um any like any classes that I do um any private sessions that you want to book um what else um I have the plant self-care shop and so um I have a mindfulness of plants journal and um self-care card deck and different different little things there and there'll be more things there um soon to come and so yeah just check me out check me out there Yay. And everyone, you have to see her videos. I know that sometimes I, um, it feels like when you do things on social media, it's like throwing it into a black hole and not really knowing what's going to happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't know. Like I say that all the time. Like I say that to people. Yes. People, like, people be like, how do you get, how are you not afraid when you post? I have no idea. I just, it's just literally like you just throw stuff into a black you hole. Really and you really do. have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> really, I mean, but that is the, so real. The, yeah. The great thing is that when you do, like, I do it with the belief that it's going to touch whoever it needs to touch. And so yes. I appreciate what it is that you've been putting out, the content you've been putting out, because it really does help. I really, really do appreciate it. I've, I've been, I've always, I, I said it on um, the series. That's what I mentioned. The series I did with um, Tracy, we did a, a plant mom chat um, yeah. the last couple of Sundays. And I said, to everyone in there, y'all need to go and check out Christine on Plant to Self Care because her <laughs> videos. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so, everyone, please go check them out. I'm sure they will make yes. your day lighter. So, yes. But, well, thank you for your time. And we will go and connect again very soon. Thank you. So, did you know what horticultural therapy was before we had this conversation? (laughs) I didn't know that it was an actual term, but it really makes sense. I know that dealing with my plants, even though I need to give them a little bit more love right now, uh, they might be mad at me, but dealing with my plants really does help to lower my stress levels and I consider it part of my self-care practice. So I really want to thank Christine for sharing her insight on everything and, you know, just sharing what she does 
please make sure to go and check her out on her social and also on her website, plantedselfcare.com. And you can find her on Instagram at plantedselfcare. It really does help when you go and connect on social media and give them a follow and, you know, say, hey, I heard you on the What in the Wellness with Tiffany podcast, just so that they people know that their reach and their message is getting out there. So make sure and go and check her out. If you do want to connect with me on my lifestyle wellness blog and Instagram, you can find me on my blog. It's meladyg.com or on Instagram at it's me lady G. The podcast does have its own Instagram account, even though it's not the most uh, frequently posting uh, account uh, at wellness with Tiffany podcast on Instagram. If you did enjoy this episode and the podcast itself, I would truly appreciate it if you could give it a rating and subscribe because it really does help support the podcast. If you'd like to support the podcast in other ways, be sure to check out the show notes because we have a couple of ways to help support the podcast and the creation of more wellness related content like this. But that is it for today. I hope that this was helpful. I want to take a minute to go and thank my sponsor again, Molly Suds. They have been so supportive and my other sponsors this season with everything that I'm doing. So I'm really, really, really grateful. It's like beyond words at this point. A vision can, you know, start as this little seed and, and grow into fruition of something that other people can believe in, in and see and touch and feel. So I'm very, very grateful to all of them. So until next time, stay well. Bye.